Hey guys, tonight I have a longtime friend of the show, Andrew Doxy. Um, he's on tonight. We're going to talk about Summer League. We're going to talk about some Avery Bradley stuff. Uh, we might cover some free agent reactions. How are you doing today, Doxy? Doing fantastic. Wow. Fantastic, man. Really? No, that was all sarcasm. I'm doing all right. <laughs> doing all right, man? Where? <laughs> All right, let's get into a topic. I know you like Lonzo, too, so that's why I was especially excited to have you on tonight because I wanted to hear about this. Um, how do you feel about Tatum versus Lonzo round one? General impressions. Um, well, Jason Tatum respects women. <laughs> First and foremost, that's the most important thing. You always say that, man. You always say that. I mean, what's more important than life? <laughs> Nothing. Absolutely. Exactly. Yep, so, I agree. It's, it's definitely noteworthy. This should be a respect for a woman pod, I think. I should just do like an hour. <laughs> yeah, and a Revenge of the Parquet, scratch that. This is the, <laughs> How to respect the... woman. <laughs> yeah. We'll have Jason Tatum on. Yeah. Hashtag realize. Tatum taught me. <laughs> so how'd you feel about the game, man? How'd you feel about, you know, the way it went down? Well, it was it was definitely an entertaining game. It lived up to the hype. You know, it, was, it wasn't like super close, but it was, it was still pretty fun. Um, Jason Tatum was excellent. Twenty-seven and eleven. He, he, and it was especially in that that second half. He was just great, hitting looks from all over the place. Yep. Uh, that you know he had different different types of scoring. He was mm-hmm. scoring in the post, mid-range pull-ups, step backs, was, and that that one three-pointer at the end of the third. Ooh, that was great. That was nice. That oh was so man, nice. it was so nice seeing him point at his mom too. Like <laughs> we're mm-hmm. we're talking about this. Jason Tatum's mom is my mom now. <laughs> yeah, we did talk about that last time. I, I yeah. might have edited that out actually because I don't want my mom to be like. Well, no, that was a, that was the pod that got deleted. Oh, oh yeah, it was. Yeah, so yeah. so I did edit it out. <laughs> it was all planned, dude. It was right, all right, planned. right. Yeah, um, um, yeah. So that was it. Was nice. I thought. It let's was talk about cool Lonzo. To, yeah, yeah, I thought it was cool to see Lonzo bounce back. Mm-hmm. Um, people were still gonna say like, oh, he only, he only had eleven points, but people who say that are you know box score watchers. Very inefficient and, though. Very inefficient. Yeah. Yeah, that matters, true. man. It but does. We'll, we'll it say does, good stuff but... about Lonzo. Don't worry. But <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm not. I'm not saying you're wrong. But I, if you just just the eye test, right? Mm-hmm. And, and it will probably if if summer league had advanced stats, which I don't. I don't know if they do, right? Um, I don't think they do. His his on and off numbers, his uh, his plus minus stuff like that would probably be really good that game. They actually do. He was he was very good in plus minus. I believe he was plus six. Yeah. I think. And... Uh, yeah, and and it's reflected in the eye test too. If you look. The offense is completely different when he's on the court versus whoever their backup point guard was. Yep. It was, uh, you know, just the tempo. Like as soon as Lonzo steps on the court, everybody goes five miles an hour faster, and like that because he's just so good at the the look ahead pass. Like as soon as he grabs a rebound or as soon as the he, he gets that pass after a missed shot, he's already looking ahead. And then I guess the team is already used to playing with him in practice and whatnot because you know you already have leak outs to the guys who are just running hard to the rim. And when that's not the case, he still finds like easy layups for guys uh, with with just amazing passes. He had one pass. I think he was he was at the wing. He had a cutter just going line drive to the to the hoop, and it was just it's just good stuff. He's. I want to talk about him a little bit because he. Uh, I shit on him a lot. You know, he's a Laker. You know, whatever. We gotta we gotta, we gotta make, obey the rules there. <laughs> <laughs> and I do have serious thoughts about his game, but I want to talk yeah. about how much he impressed me because I'm not someone who watched him in college. I didn't really scout yeah. him either because I knew he wasn't coming here because, like, he hated us. <laughs> but so the last two games, the last two summer league games are the first time I've ever really seen him. So I watched his game against – um, well, who they play in the first? The Clippers. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. I think it was the Clippers. I'm not sure. I was mostly watching him. Yeah, Kendall Marshall, right? <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, Kendall, yeah. 
So they played the Clippers, and then they played us, and he is just a genius. He's a genius. He, is. he literally I, is a genius. And not like – I told you. He's – I mean, it's remarkable. I love watching him play. And I think he does make his team better. LeVar is right. Like, he is just he's that guy. He infects them with yep. – like, you know, they want to play with him, I think. They really yeah. want to play with him. Because he, um, he gives them the ball. Yeah, he gives them the ball. Yeah. You know, and, and that's one thing I, I really liked is that he's so good at the dump-off pass, right? He'll, oh, yeah. He'll and that's why I think the, the slow first-step criticisms are not really warranted because, you know, he, he still gets by his, his man. <sighs> okay. <laughs> I, you think he could I get saw, by, like, a really good NBA defender or even uh, a good one? True. I mean, okay. We're, but we're just talking summer league, right? Just oh, what? Summer league. Oh, don't you know, we're not going to project. We're just going to say summer league. He's going to play in summer league for eternity. I mean, that would probably be great for his career. But. That would be the transition heavy. He'd be really good at that. Yo, imagine Tatum scoring on some of the guys for the rest of his career. That'd be the greatest player ever. Oh, for sure. Um, no, but I mean, he if if he did if he did get by his his initial defender, he mm. was really good at using. I don't know. It must be his head or something. But he would the direction of his body would indicate he was going for a layup, and then he'd get an easy dump off. But oh, he yeah. made him look flashy. Yep, and, it was, he did. and that's and. We're not going to get the Showtime Lakers again. The team's not really constructed for that. No, they can't do that. No, no, no. I don't think anybody can really be Showtime Lakers in, in this NBA. Not this NBA. They'll yeah. be too limited and stuff. It's just, but. The climate is yeah. the same. But he he makes it look fun. He's unbelievable, man. He, yeah. Like, his, his vision is just. He gets off so he quick, too. He passes so fast. Like, it's just, yeah. like, so instantaneous. Yep. You never see it coming. It, like, I'll he be, like, runs a mile out. every morning. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, and he, have you haven't seen his uh, training reg- regimen? Ah, dude, I don't give a fuck. He's a Laker. But tell well, me. Well, I mean, tell me. Back, no, tell me. <laughs> back when I was watching him in college, he was uh, he he wakes up in the morning, like lifts weights, then runs a runs a mile, and then he this is every day, mind you. Mm-hmm. So he does this every day, and then he he'll he'll like climb hills or like like hiking or whatever, and then he'll he'll and this is like all before breakfast. So damn, dude works out. He hard. does it every day, and that's what sold the Lakers on him is that hard work. Um, yeah, no, because they, the, the his first workout he was sick, and he didn't. Uh, they they weren't like super impressed, and that's why there were like reports saying that he was out of shape and whatnot. He wasn't out of shape; he was like he was actually sick. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was Tatum. That's interesting. Yeah, actually. no, so it was Tatum. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> interesting that they were so both Tatum, sick. But I guess they were they, hanging out. They're going to strip clubs together and stuff. You know? <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, keep um, going. <laughs> yeah, so so he um, so they for his second workout. Instead of him going to the Lakers gym, uh, like Rob Palenka, Magic Johnson, and some other Lakers guys, they they went to Lonzo's house mm-hmm. and they just went watched him go through his whole routine. So they woke up, cool. had breakfast together. I know, I think that's really cool. That's like, actually really know, cool. Yeah, no, it's super <laughs> unorthodox. And yeah. you don't do that unless you know he's your guy. Well, you know, unless, unless you know, Levar would take sure. no for an answer. So, well, that, also that, but yeah. uh, he probably spoke it into existence. Yeah, he did speak it. He's a powerful. <laughs> he's a powerful wizard, man. He just... He's a he's a prophet. He's um, a prophet. <laughs> he, you know, yeah. So I thought it was really cool. They they went through the whole routine together, and after that, they went to the gym, and, and he was whatever they asked him to do. Like they they would say like, all right, hit a hit a step back jumper fading left, and he would do it, or, and you know, hit a floater after a double crossover stuff like that so i thought that was really cool you know reading about that that is cool um so it's just you know things like that that's why i like lonzo and it sucks that he's the lakers now because you know i'm like whenever they're good again i'm gonna have to not like him but yeah i wouldn't like worry I, about, I, yeah I, yeah i wouldn't worry <laughs> I mean, maybe about marcus smart yeah. will like put him pick him up put him in a trash can he could oh, yeah. never get that no, 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 off. No, no, i'm, I'm not smart. worried about him i just think it, it'll, it'll suck to have to root against him oh yeah you know, but 
but he's he's just a genius. Like he, he is says. a genius. Like, I, I actually he, quite enjoyed watching him play. I'm not gonna oh, lie. Oh yeah, he's super fun. <laughs> if you watch, uh, you know, you didn't watch UCLA. But, no, like, I didn't watch UCLA. UCLA games like. I didn't, I didn't tune into a lot of Washington. Actually, I don't think I tuned into one Washington no, game. No, no one gives a fuck. They just lost by yeah. 30 every I, game. And I watched Duke out of the fact that I'm a Duke fan. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, not that I would choose to watch Duke based on their ability as a basketball team this Ugh, year. They were yuck. Which is super underachieving. They were disgusting. But <laughs> I would routinely go and look for televised UCLA games just because it's super fun to watch. Like, And the games fly by because it seems like Tatum is playing, you know, at Lonzo. two times speed. Yeah. Or, did I say Tatum? Yeah, I'm, you're obsessed. You're obsessed. No, I'm too busy respecting women. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, no, Alonzo is just super fun to watch. Um, so yeah, it's just it, it's funny because we always make fun of people who go to like these platitudes, like oh, he's a floor general or a pure point guard and stuff like that. But I mean, with with Alonzo, it's it's true, and, yeah, and it's he really it's, is it's a very good thing. He really it's quite is quite good, actually. <laughs> it is, in fact, quite good. He's <laughs> in fact, he's a lot of fun to watch, man. But let's talk about some concerns. Because you know we both think he's really fun to watch. Even I am a converted hater, I suppose. Yeah. But I, he welcome, he welcome has real concerns, man. I think that I'm not sure he can ever get that jumper off unless he really changes it. He couldn't even get it off in the summer league, man. Do you see how deep he was taking those threes? Yeah, uh, step back. That's not good. DJX that's, is a lot shorter. In fact, than in fact, that's very bad. <laughs> that's very bad in caps. Hey, shout out to Ryan. <laughs> yeah. Tell me, um, how worried are you about the jumper? I am not worried. You are not worried. You think he will nah, get that off really. in the NBA? Nah, I, I don't think he, I don't think he'll take a lot. Oh, okay, okay, that's cool. And we'll talk about that. I, you know, and that's that's it's it's a delicate question because like I don't know I don't know right now what he's gonna look like against NBA defenders. I, I feel like he'll figure it out. I don't think he'll. You know, it's he, it's tough, but it's it's really tough to to really think about because he's his shot is so unorthodox. Mm-hmm. But it all, it just takes so much time to get off. Yeah. He has this. I mean, Kevin Durant kind of does this too, where he switches the ball to his left side. I guess yep. it like swings it up, and the motion is kind of similar. But uh, it feels like long, huh? KD's way taller too, so it makes it a little yeah, easier. That's true. <laughs> um, but but the motion is similar, and I think that you know that's it's. I would love to to do like a, a frame by frame breakdown of both of the jumpers to see where it really differs. That'd but, be cool. Yeah, it would. Um, I think Tatum's biggest issue with that is that he also has to rotate his wrist. You talk about Lonzo again? I mean, you talk about Tatum again? Wow. <laughs> you are no, obsessed, my last, friend. You've caught Tatum pod, fever. The last pod was supposed to just be a, a Tatum love fest. That's yeah, that's what we did, basically. I, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the lost pod. pod. The legendary the lost, lost pod. <laughs> we had a lot of fun on that pod. I got to find if there's like a hidden camera in my room that looks yeah. like a I wish, man, because that was a lot of fun. We had a lot of good that inside was a great jokes. Pod. But, uh, yeah. To keep talking about Lonzo. There was a lot of Marcus Smart. There was a lot of Marcus Smart love. Um, How do you feel about his defense? Lonzo. Lonzo Ball. Unless you want to talk about his jumper more. Yeah. So Lonzo Ball. cool. Well. (laughs) So Lonzo Ball, he also has to rotate his wrist as he moves it from from right to left. Um, Which is, it's just, it's a lot of moving parts in the jumper that when you only have like less than a second to get it off against NBA defenders. So it's just off the dribble. It's really tough to, and that's why you see him resort to a lot of step backs and things like that. I think his, um, I think the the need for him to have a mid range is is really overstated. Because okay, Maury, <laughs> go the Rockets, threes yeah, layups. threes and layups. All right, but yeah. we're gonna meme our way through this whole podcast. By the way. Dude, what is that unusual? That's basically right. what we always do. <laughs> um. <laughs> 
I, I don't know, right? I still have like Ryan, all of Ryan's memes is floating in my head. <laughs> like Terry Rozier. Very, very good. Not bad. Um, the Jay Crowder one was good. The, yeah. Um, <laughs> Jay Crowder from Al Horford from Sports. Al yeah. Horford. <laughs> Isaiah Thomas from Sports. But, uh, <laughs> Isaiah Thomas pick. Um, yeah, so w- with Lonzo, I think it's. It's it's super overstated that he doesn't have a mid range because like, how many how many mid range looks does he realistically have to create? I think he has to threaten it, dude. I think you have to threaten it. Otherwise, you're not going to get to the rim. Do you get what I'm saying? Like you have to be able to threaten it. No, his uh, his mid range jumper because when you think about it in the, in a modern NBA game, what kind of looks do you get from or what kind of Offensive situations lead lead to mid range looks. Okay, I just want to say time. though, I don't want to interrupt you, but no, I want to say ahead. I think you have to threaten it. Otherwise, they'll just they know you're going to the rim. But what situation forces you to 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 be that threat where they have to close out on you from mid range? Because well, no, mid range more about they just can't run towards for the rim. Me, Tatum like, takes a lot of mid range shots because he's in the post a lot. Yeah, so he'll he'll fade right, mm-hmm. or he'll have to he'll pull up after a high pick and roll. Yep, but but for Lonzo. When he when he runs pick and roll, he doesn't stop. Like he he doesn't really change speeds a lot. And for me, like you know, normally that's a weakness for a point guard. But the pace that he plays at, I feel like that's fine. So okay. he, either he gets to the rim or he dumps off or he kicks out. Right. But that's fair. He, I don't see unless it's like a late shot clock where he doesn't have enough. He doesn't have that extra second or two to get to the. Like I think a floater is all that he really needs. Like I don't think that's he true. really needs that mid range pull up in his in his game. And, and if he's in a in a range where he needs to a mid-range pull-up, he can easily just go to the floater. And he's, yeah. he's really good at floaters. He is. Like, how many... Like, Marcus Smart takes... Of course, <laughs> I, I go back. Of course. <laughs> you know, it's just like... It's I watch so much Smart yep. tape that, you know, that's... When I'm thinking of situations, like, I think, of, oh, when was Marcus Smart in that situation? <laughs> um, so Marcus Smart doesn't actually take a lot of mid-range pull-ups. Like, it takes a certain situation, and and most of his mid range pull ups come in the first quarter, like every every time. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you don't see fourth quarter Marcus Smart mid range free throw line pull ups, right? Yeah, he's too busy so, getting clutch boards. Isn't yeah, time to yeah. shoot. He's, he's too busy he's grabbing too, boards. He's too busy erasing the the offensive players out of existence. Yeah. Um. So I I just don't think in the modern NBA, Lonzo Ball specifically doesn't need. Okay. Like, I think it will like, be a weakness. The mid range is still I do think it makes him more tool. predictable, which is bad. It yeah. might not be a huge deal, but at the same I, time, it's definitely like not a, a positive. Guy like LeBron is also predictable. I'm not saying that Lonzo is anywhere near that, but kind of. You, know, you you know what LeBron's gonna do. Kind of. Is that I a mean, hot take? I, no, I don't think it's a hot take. I feel like I just um, dropped a hot take. No, I don't think it's a hot take. I think it's a weird take. Definitely. I mean, <laughs> he scores at all three levels. He's not a great three point shooter. He scores from it. Like, That's what is true. he? He takes mid range jumpers, man. He take he goes to the rack. He'll pass. Yeah. It's not predictable. What about that game is predictable? Actually, no, that, that was a really bad take. I retract my take. <laughs> that was quite a bad take. You ruined yourself. You're my 20 NBA seconds expert. ago, you're you my just NBA said expert. that was not a bad take. And now you're like, that's quite. That's a very bad take. In fact. <laughs> he does everything. How yeah, is that predictable? Right. That's a quite bad take. I don't know why. That was a terrible take, actually. How did I compare LeBron James to Lonzo Don't worry. I'll probably edit yeah. that out. But. Yeah, please do. Say, not say that it's that bad. It's just kind of pointless. Like, Help we me just say kinda like, we just kinda, We're both like, wait. <laughs> did that happen? <laughs> yeah, so like I said, I don't think Lonzo Ball really needs a mid-range jump shot. Okay. Yeah. I think I, the floater is going to be good enough for what okay. he needs to do. Cool. What about defense? How do you feel about Lonzo's defense? Yeah, he's going to have problems. 
he's a, he's got twig legs. Mm-hmm. He he doesn't have a strong strong. He has, I think he has a strong core. He just doesn't. Yeah, I think it's lower body that that's the weakest part for him. Man. And you could see that when uh, I think it was Bryce Johnson spinned on him in the post. Yep. And then had that dunk. Like that's terrible post defense. First of all, just but is I mean, what can he do? Because he's really just a twig. Yeah, he really is just a twig. That's why he's. Did- did you he's going to be the, the next generation's Russell Westbrook where he's so athletic, people think he's going to be a good defender by default. I'm like, no. Like, if he's going to get, like, a flashy block or, you know, like a, like a chase down block or something because of his, his vertical quickness and stuff like that, I mean, when it comes to, like, man-to-man defense, he's going to be quite bad. Yeah. He's not – I wouldn't put him in the, the Russell Westbrook tier of athleticism. I'm sure you are. No, but. of course not. I'm <laughs> okay. saying, like, the deceptive <laughs> okay. the deceptive quality. Yeah, he's a solid I'm throwing athlete. a hot takes today. Yeah, I, I don't know. I thought you went there with that. I, was, I had, like, my mouth open and everything. I was like, whoa, did he just say... <laughs> like, he's <laughs> not that level of athlete, dude. He's, he's a good athlete, though. I think he's No, that's not, that's not what I meant. I meant, yeah. like, deceptively. You know? Okay, cool. Yeah. I got you. Like, the eye test. Yeah. I was kind of confused that the Celtics didn't... Did you notice that ball was on Tatum a lot and we, like, just didn't give him up Tatum the ball? Like, I kind of thought... That would be the natural mismatch. Like, hey, Tatum can destroy this dude. I mean, when you're playing with Nader. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. God forbid. God forbid the ball yeah. goes anywhere. It's Nader's ball. <laughs> no, no. Straight line drive, straight through him. <laughs> He's the most predictable player I have yeah. ever seen. <laughs> I don't understand how Summer League defenders are not taking charges on him. No. I mean, well, Every time. You just answer your own question, man. Summer League defenders. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> They're not trying to catch a body. They're not Marcus Smart. <laughs> They're focused on offense where they can try to yep. – I mean, they dunk again again. Yeah. I think that's what Nader's trying to do too. Yeah, well he doesn't play any fucking defense, so I oh, hope that's what he's doing. I hope he's not his trying defense on defense. So he is a traffic cone. He can't defend anyone. Literally no <laughs> not one. a single person. In the post, he's not he's not strong enough. Nope. You know, on the perimeter, he everybody blows by him. He doesn't know what he's doing, it. he's too slow. Off ball, he's he, he's totally lost. He's always ball watching. <laughs> he's just oh, I I don't know, I have a hard time believing that he could ever be an effective NBA player. I, I really do. I know he's young. You know, it's funny because last summer league, I thought he was good. And, mm-hmm. and heading into the summer league, well, I was like, yeah, he's definitely going to be on an, an NBA roster. Yeah. But this summer league is like tanked, in my yeah. opinion. Of it. I, he didn't improve. He's Not just, at all. He's the same player. The exact same player. He didn't impress me at all. And this is <laughs> this is the, all I watched of the D-League all year. I'm going to admit that. I like, watched you mean like, the, the playoff the G League? Yeah, the oh, Gatorade that's right, league? the G League. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm going to get fined for saying that. I'm sorry. But, <laughs> $10,000 um, I watched him during. I watched the G League playoffs a lot last year because I wanted to see Yabu, and I just like is this the Nader guy that everyone's talking about? <laughs> like he's just like not. Good. <laughs> I mean, I saw Yikes. him in summer league last year. I didn't see him all year. Put up decent numbers. I had assumed he was good. Then I watched him, and I'm just like, this dude is so predictable and doesn't play defense. Like what? <laughs> Every time he touches the ball, it's the same thing. Yeah, it is. I don't know. Straight, straight drive to the rim. Yeah. I just don't see it. I really don't. I. I think you'd have a very hard time playing him over five minutes a game. Yeah, like what conceivably could he add to his game in the next six months that would make him yeah. worthwhile to add to the Celtics? I mean like what is he what does he do? Is he secretly a better passer? Like <laughs> is he just <laughs> well, not I mean passing? I wouldn't you couldn't convince me that he knows how to pass. No, I don't think he I don't think he's aware of the concept. <laughs> his usage rate must be sky high. It, it is. And you know what? No it makes me mad. People say that you know they're like oh his Tatum, his assist numbers are comparable to like Jalen and um, Tatum I'm like they pass way more like they do. it's not all about the other, it's the other guys that are not finishing yeah. it's not like they're not passing Tatum is actually quite nice passer yeah his assist numbers look terrible but they, yeah it's not it's not indicative at all of yeah. um, his um, passing which is great because this leads us into Tatum who's next on this part <laughs> we're finally <laughs> done Lonzo as usual Lonzo has hogged all the attention 
We didn't even need to bring up LeVar, though. We stuck to basketball, which I wish Big ESPN would brand. do more. Big, <laughs> big baller brand. If he wasn't a Laker, I would I would be a huge not not big baller fan, you know, fan, but I would be a big Lonzo ball fan. How do you feel about his rap opinions, though? Did that bother you? I'm not gonna comment. <laughs> I'm gonna refuse to comment on. Oh, that. Oh, you were so, you were mad? Did you type I'm, up a think piece? I'm just, I'm just gonna not comment. You're not, no comment. You're not gonna fucking no comment. comment for me. Nah. I'm, you know what? I'm gonna say I liked it because I did like it. I said openly on Twitter. I said good for yeah, you, Lonzo. You said so I said, you agree with him? I agree with him. I did. It made me like Lonzo more. You think Issa is, is better than 444? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not um, asking with any bias. Like, I like that he said it. it. Let's say I like that he said it. I don't know. I don't think I agree, but I like that he said it because it made people mad. And <laughs> okay, that is totally your brand, and I'm okay with that. That is my brand, dude. That is, and I don't think it's a. Uh, I wasn't super impressed, but you know, whatever. This is not. I don't want to like get into that because that would be the whole big thing. And that's right. all anyone will take away from the pod is if I say that. <laughs> so let's move on. You should actually it. title the episode Rap Opinions or something like that. Rap Opinions, yeah. I mean, maybe one day, but um, <laughs> let's move on to Tatum because I really want to talk about how much he impressed me in that second half. He was Pull extremely – yeah, <laughs> He was calm. He was in command. Actually, he did that in the first half too. I'm not sure if – like they, we came out very rattled because of the really loud crowd. And he looked very, very calm. Like, everyone else was, like, running around like chickens with their head cut off. And Tatum yeah. just – he executed. He went out there Excellent. and he played calm. Did the same oh, thing man, in the second half. third quarter, though. Oh, yep. Monster. Dude, he's a beast, man. He's just – He is. He, he def- he's, he's so poised. <laughs> yep. He's uh, he, – like, he never gets I – mean, I'm not going to say never, but, you know, in summer league, he has not gotten overwhelmed once. He didn't in NCAA either. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. in that last uh, game against South Carolina – Yep. They, they, he, even though it looked bad, he looked like he was still like a, a rock steady guy. Like yep. He, he, he didn't, didn't look rattled. Look rattled. He, he was attacking every possession like it was the same, you know, but mm-hmm. not like in, in a good way, you know? Yeah. So. I mean, they have a really good defense, so he just right. wasn't able to do anything. That's different than being rattled. Right. Um, yeah, he was extremely just very poised. Uh, like he just, um, at the beginning of the game, he didn't get many points, but he was just grabbing rebounds. He was working the ball around. He was taking what the defense gave him, and I thought that was very impressive. He didn't get. I'm like, gonna I'm gonna come on record and say that I was wrong about the rebounds. <laughs> yes, in that first pod. I I I no, I will accept all responsibility. I said that I was very concerned with his ability to rebound consistently, but he's just turned on a different gear with yep. when it comes to the boards and it. And it's not even like, about it's not even about the raw numbers of the summer league. It's about the fact that he's just good awareness of like where to be. He's in there. He boxes out. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's willing to mix. fight for it. Yeah. Yeah. And that will translate. That's what rebounding is. It's positioning yeah. and effort. It's an attitude. Yeah, it's an attitude. Exactly. Kind of like defense. Yeah. It's an attitude thing. Um, yeah. I mean, I can't claim to have scooped you because I didn't watch as many games as you in college. So maybe most games he wasn't a good <laughs> rebounder. But when it mattered, he like I noticed that he turned it on and he could yeah. in fact rebound. And that's what I think I took away as a casual fan. <laughs> you casually just said, in fact, you're, you're like low-key memeing. <laughs> it's, it's my brand. It's my brand. What do you not get? You got to stay on brand. That's what they say. <laughs> it's like the number one thing. You got to stay on brand, dude. <laughs> if you're not a big baller, then we not friends. <laughs> How much is he big baller? Yeah, he talks about big baller all the time. And nothing to do with it. But um, yeah, Tatum in the clutch. How'd you feel about it? Obviously, we both kind of loved it. But Yeah, I think uh, that's a good question. I think... I, I like what he's done at the clutch. I think he's, but for me, his shot selection is still kind of bad. Oh yeah, but mm-hmm. but he he's making tough shots, and that's that's like yep. a super. I definitely want to talk s- about shot selection because it's better. Yeah, this super valuable skill in the NBA is just making shots. Yep. 
Uh, Doc Rivers used to say this when we would lose like tight games. He's like, it's a make miss league. Like, first of all, shut up, Doc. Second Brad all, would never say that. Yeah, no. <laughs> Brad, would, Brad say, would probably say Well, that. according to the advanced numbers, we should have won. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Brad would uh, never no. say make miss. He'd be like, we need to generate open shots. If it was yeah, an open no, shot, he'd be like, happy. <laughs> I, Brad will probably say something like, I thought we lost the game in the first quarter. Where... <laughs> <laughs> and like, and like a one point loss at the end of the game. <laughs> yeah. We actually lost it in the first quarter. You guys are all. Yeah, I just didn't think we came out with enough energy. Yeah, that's that's the Brad Stevens way. But Doc Rivers <laughs> is like it's a make miss league. Yeah, he's a players coach. That's why. Yeah, I thought right. yeah Doc was good for what we needed. Yep, he's perfect for a veteran team like that. Yeah, you know, they don't need coaching. Paul Pierce and Kevin Grant. No. I mean Kevin wow. Grant, Kevin Durant. Must would have been nice. Because we traded it, so like I got. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. We pretty much had Kevin Durant. Yeah, but yeah. um, <laughs> if only. Yeah. Nah, nah, no way. I wouldn't trade. No, we won't, we won a ring. I don't no, think. No, 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 no. I mean, like now. Oh yeah, of, uh, yeah. close. Yeah. <laughs> I would take I would take Durant over Hayward any day, even yeah. though he's a snake. But yeah, he, so he has some funny, yeah, he has some funny stuff. Anyway, so Tatum in the clutch. Um, I thought he he was good to go into his strengths. Like in the clutch, he's in the post. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, 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 and except money. for except for that one game winner, uh, that first game right against Philly, uh, where he did the pull up, which is also his go to. Yeah, that is. He doesn't. He doesn't take shots that he's not comfortable with. I, think, nope. I really appreciate that about Tatum. Is that yeah, he will not be even, rushed into shots that he doesn't really want. Which is a, a very Paul Pierce like thing to do. Yeah. Um, but it, his shot selection is always shots that he's comfortable with, right? Yep. It's just it's just bad shots for us out of you know in I context. Agree. But but he never takes shots that he's not like if he's not feeling it he'll pass it up. Yep. Which is he's very comfortable bad because letting the game he's come been, to him. Yep. It, sometimes he'll be wide open for three and he'll pass it up or, or dribble. Yeah, that's something yeah. I want to talk about because uh, that's something I've really noticed and I've said and Twitter said not to worry about it and I just want to get your opinion on it. I think he needs to take more threes if he's open. Yeah. I think he's he definitely does. A lot. Yeah, he's not taking not enough. He's open yeah. from three a lot. And, and I get it. Dribble into a contested shot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, Which he's comfortable with, yep. but it's not the right shot. Yep. And I don't think it's a big deal at all. I just think he needs to shoot more threes. And I think Brad will say the same exact thing to him. Yeah, because he's going to get stripped if he's trying to dribble through NBA defenses. Yeah. Even though he has advanced handles. Yep. <laughs> he does have extremely good handles. What's up with yep. that? I mean, he didn't. I mean, he was They're good. They're better at, than Jalen's already. Yeah. Like, like he, he was a good. He had good handles in college, but now he's like, just, I think, more advanced. He looks very yeah, good he, in his handles. That's all he does. I told you in the, in the first part, all he does is he's in the gym like twice a day. Yep. Or in the pre draft process. Yeah, very mature player. And that yep. stuff matters. Twitter, like, People don't like that intangibles talk, but it matters. Teams draft for that for a reason. Yep, and they say that. Like mm-hmm. Danny was, you know, and and they have a, a type of player that they draft. You know, he's he's an intelligent guy. He works hard. Like that's just it. It matters. Like it. It's really stupid to dismiss it offhand just because it sounds corny. But it, yeah, because when you it draft matters. for a franchise guy, you have to take into consideration everything. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and teams are learning from bad picks in the two thousands. Yeah. Oh yeah. And even even two thousand twelve. <laughs> That was a terrible draft. Yeah, it was awful. Just yeah. No, no, no 2013. 13, really with Anthony Bennett, yeah. 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 Uh, and, and Victor Oladipo Ugh. making bank in Indiana. Yeah, yeah but he's, at least he's an NBA player. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's not a good pick, but he's an NBA player, you know, whatever. Yeah, you, but they traded him after like two years. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a good pick, like no, I said, three, but that's not years, yeah. like, you know, it's not like Anthony Bennett or like anything, you know. Like Kelly Olynyk, what? <laughs> hey, what are you doing? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'll be, I respect the beard. I respect the the. the I makeup. forgot you're not a Kelly Olynyk guy, right? Nah, he was, right. I'm. I'm a very anti Kelly Olynyk. Okay, guy. we'll talk about this later. I kind of want to talk yeah. about this later now, but we won't get to that. Let's talk about. We got to move along. 
Let's talk about semi-automatic and my boy Zizic. How do you feel about both? Let's start with um, Zizic. How do you feel Somebody, about Somebody – oh, Zizic? All right, man, I was ready to start the puns. Oh, you um, hey, Pick your poison, man. <laughs> Dealer's choice. Whatever you All want. All right, so I thought – there was a super funny tweet, though. After Shemi dropped in like five threes against the Lakers, it was like, oh, Shemi Ojale is now fully Ojale. <laughs> <laughs> that I saw was so that, funny yeah. to me. Uh, and I'm definitely going to be memeing that throughout the season because yep. I, 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 I have a very strong feeling that he'll be signed to the 15 man roster. Yep, I think um, so too. He, not even the two way. He might just be no, on no, the No, no, he's going to be on the roster. Yeah. I would take him over Nader 12 times oh, out of 10. Not even a competition. He plays defense. No, huh? Let's talk oh, about yeah. that. Let's talk about his defense. How impressive oh, has it so been to good. you? And, that, and I was talking about this at the, uh, in the Lost Pod <laughs> where. <laughs> He he just impresses me because he's solid. He's there. He's there when you need him. He does everything you need to do. And yep. then Vegas, he's been shooting lights out, which yep. is, which has brought more attention to him. But in, I I saw it in in Utah where he was just setting solid screens. He's playing fantastic defense. Uh, I think he took a couple of charges at some some at some he points. And uh, he's just, he's just doing the right thing every time. Like I don't, I haven't seen Shemi make a bad play yet. Nope, he's very good at that. He's very good at playing within his role. He knows his yep. role. To he's play defense and shoot threes. <laughs> he's, a, he's a Duke boy. Yeah, he, he is a Duke boy. He can, he can leave Duke, but he's always he'll always be a you Duke can take boy. the you can take the Shemi out of Duke, but you can't take the Duke out of Shemi. <laughs> exactly. How that's much does he should... remind you of Crowder? Because he reminds me of Crowder a ton. That's a that's a that's a common take. I think. Uh, what do you think? Uh, see it? Don't see it? Tell me. I, I, uh, Speak on I it, my know. friend. Speak on it. This is a safe that, space. No, you know, it's funny because it's such a common take, but I haven't really sat down and thought about it. I, I guess. Okay. Um, I, I'm also seeing Shemi Draymond Green comparisons, which is, you know, you shouldn't compare anybody to an all-star. Please, please don't do that, Celtics like Twitter. Please do not compare no, no. Shemi. No, I've, not no, you. you know, not it you. hasn't been Twitter. It was more, mostly Reddit. Oh, okay. a lot of, yeah, it was a Reddit post saying that. Is he the next Draymond? Like, oh, no. If you no. if you title any post uh, starting with "Is insert player the next insert player?" I'm already gonna download you. <laughs> you don't like player comps. That's right. That's right. You no, it's like... not player comps. It's like the the next. Like, okay. how about he's the next Shemi Ojale? Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, player comps are are important in player evaluation, especially in the pre draft process. But I just hate the. I don't know. Maybe it's just that that the stigma around you know is so and so the next so and so. Like yeah, they're like, all their own players. Know. They're all unique. Yeah, all I mean because all these guys take aspects of of the games of different guys. Like every in at this point, everybody in the NBA is a melting pot of everybody. That's true. So I just I just hate that. Okay, he had he he's he's seven feet tall and he has a seven foot wingspan. He's definitely gonna be the next Giannis. Yeah, like, yeah. You see stuff like that all the time. Yeah. Yeah, but I I can see the the Draymond Green like in terms of style. Yep. Not not in terms of impact, but just you know. But the only the the, the really big difference is the wingspan because Draymond Green has a seven foot one wingspan. Yeah. And it's ridiculous. Which is, which is ridiculous, and I would have never guessed without looking at the stats, but or his measurements. Uh, and and Chevy's wingspan is six nine, so that's that's a big shortcoming. Well, not, not a shortcoming, but I mean in terms of that comparison. Yeah, uh, that's uh, a shortcoming in general. I think that's pretty short. That's uh, all T Rex arms. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's not like it's not like Luke Kennard, but it's pretty short. <laughs> or Julius Randall. Yeah, or Kelly Olenek. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, I mean, he's seven feet tall, so that's, that's a little different. Yeah, but it still matters, dude. That's why I can't grab a it board does. to save his life. Yeah, <laughs> little fucking raptor arms. Just uh, help. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. yeah, I've been super impressed with Shemi, um, yeah. especially the last few games. Uh, the yeah. defense—he's maintained his defensive intensity, 
while adding the three ball. He's much more comfortable taking him now. Tatum seems to love to find him. I don't know if it's like a Duke thing or, but Tatum seems to mean, find him a yeah. lot. <laughs> yeah, they, and and Odile finds Tatum. Yep. Well, that's just and, smart. especially with the the post entry from the from yep. the from the right or the the left wing. Yeah, the left wing. Yeah, he's a big fan of that. I yeah, like Tatum that. loves the left block. Yeah, he really does. He's there all the time. Like if he, if he's gonna post up, he's gonna be on the left side. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's taking a few from the right, but yeah, mostly left. Yeah, I mean that's his go-to is the left yeah. left block. All right, so anything else on Chemi you want to get out? Um, I really like him, and I hope he makes roster. Okay, cool. Uh, let's talk about the other big boy, the guy who's come on strong as of late. My large my foreign opinion. son. Yeah, let's talk about the large foreign son who started off disappointing in Utah. But now that we've gone down elevation, perhaps, um, he stepped up a little bit. He looked like a, he looked like a man. I'm not going to lie. Everybody's playing better except for Jalen Brown in Vegas. Yeah, he's just – well, Jalen's – I'm not worried about Jalen at all. I don't want to really talk about him too much. But yeah. I think it's mostly like he's, he's trying to improve his weaknesses. He's trying to do too much. It's not yeah. a big deal. It's not who he is. Yeah. So let's talk about Zizic. How do you feel about him in Las Vegas so far? I think he's been great. Mm-hmm. I think my favorite thing is that he his his rim protection, not in just blocks, but just going up, going straight Fantastic up. Fantastic verticality. Yeah, it's like Roy Hibbert in his prime verticality. <laughs> he's very disciplined. Only lasted like two years, but yeah. I'm sure. He's extremely disciplined about going up. Like it's yep. it's it's extremely noticeable. Like yep. he just like as soon as they come at him, he's, he's like, oh. straight up almost every time. Like. <laughs> Completely and it looks vertical. like people get like kind of mad at it, but I'm like, that's a tough, that's tough for like people to get around. You yeah. This giant dude just going straight up. Like, yeah, you're not going to draw the foul. And it's, gotta, a, it's only really a, a weakness if, if like the, the, the offensive player like passes around it, but yep. Or goes I mean, up. If and you're trying to get a yeah. shot over his you're not yeah. going to. No. Yeah. It's really good. It's I've, a really good skill. Cause he's not going to foul a lot, which is important as a center. Well, it depends on how Preserve. lenient the, the, the referees are with a rookie. Yep. But that's a big thing. That's a big, you know, I think if you go vertical, they still punish you for being a rookie, but not as much as if you're trying to be more of like a active uh, shot blocker. Yeah, I guess I'm just used to Tyler Zeller trying to go vertical. Now you, okay. Kelly Olynyk. <laughs> yeah, no, Kelly Olynyk never tried it, or maybe he did try. He was really bad. At it. Oh, you think he didn't get unfairly punished by the refs? No, he did. Okay, okay, but not in verticality situations. Okay, that's fair. I'll yeah. allow that. I wasn't gonna let you get that slander away. But like, no, Kelly, no, no, no. Kelly gets victimized because of how he looks. Refs, like for <laughs> several times over the last four, was four years. Yeah. Yep. Goofy fuck. He gets picked on by the refs. <laughs> yep. And and picked on by fans. <laughs> picked I on mean, by me. One fans. thing. One thing that I am happy about Kelly Lennon being in Miami is that we don't have to. I mean, I I will still defend him, but he, I genuinely believe that he's just clumsy. He's yeah. not dirty at all. No, he's he's the, dirty. one of the nicest guys in the NBA. Teammates love him. Like, oh, Evan Turner, yeah. like, still rants about him. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're, like, best friends. Yeah, they're, like, best friends. Yeah, and I think uh, – and he's super good with charity and all that. That's yep. one thing that's always going to miss. He's really, he was really big with the community. He was huge with uh, community and work and stuff. He's just yeah. a really nice guy. I don't know nice if guy. that's, like, a volunteer kind of thing as a player because, like, some players are more involved than others. Yeah, well, the Celtics put know. a big emphasis on it as a team. Um, yeah, but I'm saying like have. he's he's he was at like every event. Yeah, he was impressive, and, and so was Amir. Amir was big with that too. Oh, Amir just we'll talk about it a little bit later because I want to bring that up and I want to bring up how much Philly doesn't deserve Amir Johnson. And yes, I yeah, said that no, not does not deserve him because he's a they great don't. person. I think he he's a wonderful guy. I think he's a great fit for Philly. But he he just had his uh, first son, I think. Did he? That's yeah. awesome. I didn't know that. Good for Amir. Yeah, it was, it, he was uh, born in June, I think. Yep. But let's talk about. Zizic, uh, one last thing. How do you feel about um, – do you think this is like a good sign? Do you think it's a temporary thing? How do you feel about him overall going into the NBA season? I think how we played and how he has played in Vegas is more 
is uh, closer to his Euroleague performance, which is why I think it's sustainable. Because mm-hmm. I think his Utah performance was just – it wasn't – it didn't look like the, the – No, it didn't look like him guy. at all. Yeah. It he was not like aggressive or anything. Yeah. Because so he think should be aggressive. Like, what we're getting – yeah. What we're getting in, in Vegas is closer to what – Actually, is I'm so happy you beat up Zach Collins because I you see my tweet about that. (laughs) Zach Collins, Frank Kaminsky, all those guys in the same mold, late lottery. Yep, tall, tall, seven footers. I don't say the other part. Say the other part. You won't. I'm not gonna say it. Say the other part. Come on, I, bro. This is a Boston podcast. (laughs) And a lot oh. of your followers are in Boston. I'm not going to say it. Oh, man, you went there. <laughs> no, but it's just like. I, I can see it. I got you. Heading point. into the draft, I, I was like, point. Frank Kaminsky's not going to be a good player. Yeah. I could just. And, and it's not because he's white. It's not. It's not I know. I, it's just, I was just busting your balls. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it just so happens that they are white. But I mean, if <laughs> if there was a black player with the same skill set, like, I would still think the same thing. This guy's super racist. Yeah, so, man, man, I love it. <laughs> Going. Not racist, but racially charged. Though. Yeah, racially, yeah, not racist, yeah, but definitely, I'm, I'm not definitely racist, some. I promise. <laughs> I love. He's got it. super racially charged yes. very quickly. <laughs> hey um, man, you started, dude. You said I Frank did, and but, Zach Collins are the same. But Zach Collins reminds me of Frank Kaminsky, and I can't stand Frank Kaminsky, man. That's that's yeah. one player is like, ugh, I can't stand him. He was better this year, though. He really was. Yeah, he was serviceable. Yeah. Okay. His yeah. rookie year, he was like unplayable. Yeah, he was. Good job, he was Jordan. Still getting twenty minutes a game. Good job, Jordan. Yeah. But um. Yeah, so Zizic, you think you know he could project into an NBA? Yeah, player. I'd, but signing Aaron Baines kind of throws his development eh. back a little throws bit. It back because he was gonna be that backup center. Yeah, but because like, we really had no other choice. Yeah, so um, so now he's gonna be he's gonna get a lot of DNP CDs. Yeah, I think so too. Not a huge deal. Yeah, uh, I, I think mean, he'll get minutes if like somebody's injured, or, like if Al is injured or Aaron Baines is injured or something like that. Yeah, I think the cool thing about Al and, and this roster is that if if Al gets injured or or has another baby, um, <laughs> we we can we can experiment a lot with small ball. Yeah, like you put you put Baines as a fifth as a fifth guy. You know, you have a strong seven footer. You could put Tatum next to him. Mm-hmm. You could put uh, Marcus Morris, uh, Jay Crowder, even Gordon Hayward at the four. So you you have a lot of options with small ball. You forgot or the Shen. most obvious. You forgot the most obvious one. Marcus Smart at the four. Uh, Marcus Smart at the five, actually. <laughs> Incorrect. You'd be, you'd be playing the five. <laughs> Bane to move over. <laughs> Floor stretching five. Come on, Come on, Jake. That's true. That's true. All right. So to wrap it up, um, Shemi's uh, has really impressed you. And you think uh, Zizix can continue to improve? Yep. I think Shemi is my large son with combat mm-hmm. muscles. And I think that Zizic is my large foreign son. Excellent. So let's yeah. get to the sad part of the pod. Let's talk about are moving on Avery to Detroit, sadly so. <laughs> Avery said yes Avery sadly um, Avery madly <laughs> we both love okay him. no 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 using Avery Bradley's name I'm I'm the host for the next 30 seconds I want you to to come up with your best Avery Bradley pun for how you feel about the trade Avery gladly I'm glad that he left without Marcus <laughs> Smart <laughs> okay I, I was not expecting you that. regret that you want me to <laughs> offer hot takes <laughs> I was not expecting that pun. I'm going to Valhalla, man. I'm going to hot take Valhalla. You have no idea. Wow. I mean, I agree with you, but <laughs> yeah, Avery Gladly. Oh, I, I feel bad. So funny that I feel bad just saying us, that. There's like no sentiment, like there's no sentimentality between the two of us for this team. Like, yeah, it's Marcus Smart. Yep. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Those well, are our three guys, and anybody else can go. Yep. I think. I think not to sound like elitist or whatever. I think you and I have taken a very like large view of constructing the roster. Yeah. A very like. 
you know, we want to win a banner. Yeah, a larger long-term perspective. I think people get caught up too much in the short term. Yeah, um, and, and not just the banner, but I want to win a banner and be competitive. Sustainable, yes, yeah. exactly. And I think the youth movement's the best way to do it. Yeah, uh, I'm with you. Yep, Hayward's not a huge deal, I feel, because I think he, first off, he can leave in four years, which is fine by me. Three. Like, after three. So yeah, yeah okay, you got, you got right. that player option. Yep, um, that's fine. Which he's me. actually going to, he's definitely going to take. Yeah, and I also think like even if we re-sign him after that for some reason, which I find unlikely, but let's say you know what happens, he's a young enough guy, and I think his game will age well. Um, yeah, he does rely on athleticism, but you know he's a good shooter, smart player. He'll be fine yeah. as he gets older. It's not something I worry about. Yeah, and, and long term, you can put two, three, four with him and Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Yeah, so yeah. he fits. Yeah, they they all fit together. People are stupid. Yeah. People are dumb. Uh, for sure. Crowder is <laughs> the only guy who is like he's, – he's going to be gone after his next contract. Oh, yeah. in like three oh. years. Yeah, because he signed that deal. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's why he's so salty all the time. He's yeah, stuck on the shitty-ass deal. He's, he's on the biggest discount in the league, which <laughs> was – and it was so funny because like you know it's a good contract because at the time, we all thought it was a good contract. Yep. At like, the time, it was good. It was good even for the time. It wasn't like Yeah, because a... when Avery Bradley signed his four-year 32 mil – extension or, or re-signing yep. or whatever people were mad i was mad actually you were mad i'm I glad, that, mad, I'm glad that you like, admit dang. that i'm glad that huh? you admit that i loved yeah, it at the nah, time but i'm glad that yeah, you are man time, enough to admit it and at the time he didn't have enough in his game to really make me yeah like he couldn't dribble at that point so yeah that was before the summer he learned how to dribble that's true uh, kind of he can kind of dribble nah, it was what 2012 yeah oh he's that he's way better than that but no, no, 2013. It was 2013, 2013 yeah. and that was the summer before he learned how to dribble, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, kind of dribble. Yeah. He still, he still can't really dribble. Nah, he can <laughs> dribble now. He just can't pass. What? Yo, he still can't pass. That's yeah. Oh man, that's, what are we doing, summer. dude? That's this is supposed to be like a nice section where we talk about how much we missed him <laughs> exactly and like famous performances, <laughs> <laughs> and we just like dump it on him. I feel terrible now. I'm sorry, Avery. <laughs> we both Avery, love you. Hey, you started it with Avery Gladly. <laughs> You asked me for hot takes. You went down that avenue, and I provided. I have no regrets. Let's talk about the most impressive thing about Avery Bradley to me. The most impressive thing is that year by year, he always oh, added man, a piece to mine. his game. He like stole he's, mine. Yeah, well, too bad. We could talk about it. You could talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> no, my, that's, so you, yeah, that's easily my favorite thing about Avery Bradley. Every year, he added something new. Yep. It's just very. It speaks highly of like his character that he worked that hard in the offseason to add something new. He worked yeah. on adding... First of all, he worked at shooting in general because like he could not shoot when he came in yeah, the league. His rookie year. Oh, yeah. man. That was a nightmare. So he added that. He got the mid-range going off screens. Then he got the three-pointer. Then he added dribbling. Um, he's a better passer now. He still can't pass, but at least he's not completely blind. Yeah. And he used to have break hands, too. Oh, that's true. Actually, that's a good one. I forgot about that. Yeah, he worked on his hands a lot. He did. He did. That's a very hard hey, that, that first year where he started start, the old man Celtics, that's when he really added – Catching the ball to his repertoire. <laughs> <laughs> wow! No, it's so funny. Like he really started as like a fifty-three overall created by player on two K. He, he had a lot of coins. He had a lot of points or VC, whatever they call it. Oh yeah, he had. He can per- every summer he would purchase mad VC. He was getting a lab. He stole his mom's credit card. Attributes. He stole his mom's credit card. Just not a bunch of improvements. <laughs> <laughs> Avery, what happened? Avery, what's this on my bill? What's this four hundred dollar charge from two K games? Oh man! It's like you, mom. You, no, it's like that. What he stood after the Cleveland game, you knew this was gonna happen. Yeah. Oh man. Fucking Avery, dude. I, I, I don't have enough. Like I know we kind of roast him. We're both kind of happy he left instead of like a Marcus <laughs> Smart. But like, it's really not about Avery at all. 
because we both no, love him as a player. Um, just like a, such a leader, um, such good memories yeah. about him just taking over and becoming. You know, he went from like that scrappy rookie, that young young rookie. He was like nineteen when we got him, right? I believe. Yep. Yep. To the elder statesman. Yep. To the elder state. He's a great leader in the locker room. I can't speak yep. highly enough about him. Um, never bad. You know why? You know why? Because he spent a lot of time his rookie year with with uh, Ray Allen. I don't know if you ever watched. You watched. I'm sure you watched it. The Association documentary. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh man, which is a great documentary. I cannot recommend. Yeah, it's enough. excellent. The Association Boston Celtics from 2010. Yep. Oh, I could excellent. I could spend a whole pod talking about that, <laughs> that documentary. <laughs> Maybe one day we'll do that. Yeah, no, I mean, really. it's gonna get bored in August, so. <laughs> yeah, I'm down. I'm so down. Anything about that? The yep. old man Celtics yep. or or the 2010 team. Yep. Ugh. Anyway, so if you watch that documentary, he he's talked about how he spent a lot of time with Ray Allen and 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 all that. So he's yep. super professional. Yep. Very um, professional. Great yep. interview. Nice guy. Yep. Talk. Give me some favorite memories. Give me like three or four favorite memories you have of Avery Bradley. So my first memory of him was thinking that he sucked because he had that injury his rookie year. Um, and then, wow, because <laughs> I, I was like, where is it? I mean, I was a very casual fan at that point. So yeah. I, okay. Keep I, was, going. I was budding into a, into a passionate fan. Uh, so I, I really had no idea. I didn't even know who he, who he was really. Uh, I knew, I knew he didn't play summer league because of the ankle injury and whatnot. Um, and then I remember the last two games of that 2010, 11 season, uh, was the games that the, the big four side out for rest. And we had guys like Vaughn Wafer and Avery Bradley playing, <laughs> They they played against the Wizards, I think, and and Avery had like a twenty point game. I was like, all right, it's cool, you know. I watch out for him. Yeah. Um, my my first good memory of Avery Bradley was the bar fight game. Oh yeah, oh, it's a bar classic. Fight game. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that, memories, they, dude. I was not no, ready. Man. I, I, that I, coming. I feel like you weren't expecting that either. So no, I, I wasn't. Because I was thinking me. about that earlier. Yeah. Now I'm like drifting off thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. Because his uh, Rondo didn't play that game. And so he started for Rondo next to Ray. Um, and it's just he he just destroyed Jameer Nelson, <laughs> and, and that's the game after Jameer Nelson told was speaking to reporters and he just raved about Avery Bradley. Yep. And his on ball defense because that was back in the day when he didn't play enough where he would just pick up guys full court. Yep. And it was just so fun to watch. It was. I remember and, that. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. And and one of my other favorite early memories from Avery Bradley was was uh, stripping Darren Williams. <laughs> Yeah, and Jordan Farmer. Uh, yeah, good time. And that uh, this one is going to be the most iconic and popular one is that April Fool's Day, 2012, Old Man Celtics team. Ray Allen sat sat because of bone spurs, and he just destroyed Dwayne Wade coming on the cut for that block. <laughs> yep. Oh my god, that's like the that's his the, son, dude. The highlight of every super cut of Avery Bradley yep. ever. Yep. They always show that one, man. That's that's when he became a man. You could you could make a whole highlight reel of just Avery Bradley shutting down Dwayne Wade. Yeah, <laughs> Dwayne Wade was the son. Like defensive highlights on just Dwayne Wade. Yep, you really could. He just he sunned him every time. He had his number, dude. He had his number oh, from like day man. one. He just it was a good matchup for him always. Yeah, and this is like an all star. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is back it's when like Wade was of all guys not washed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now it's sad. Days. Now it's yeah. like sad. He's like, tr- yeah. he was like trying to take over in the playoffs against us. And like, he was like, oh, I got like 30 points. I was like, because they let you. They didn't care what you did. <laughs> nah, we, only, we only focused on Jimmy Butler. Yeah. If Dwayne Wade wants to shoot, fine. <laughs> yeah. And that's why Rondo kept beating us the first two games because yep. we just weren't playing him. Also, emotions were running high. But yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Huh. <laughs> but yeah. From a basketball standpoint, yeah. Yeah. But um. Uh, yeah. So, and then you, that was, like I said, that was the moment where he became a man. 
he he eviscerated. I'm still mad at Shane Battier for for making that a shot because <laughs> that just completely ruined the highlight. But yeah, it did. Is, is it, it's always funny if you watch like the NBA, like NBA.com, like supercuts and, and the Phantom Cam of that block, and then yeah. they just have to cut it after. <laughs> yeah, because they can't. Yeah, exactly. It got yeah. ruined. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I just. And then the whole playoff run, because he, I remember he had the shoulder injury, and then he had the shoulder sleeves, the whole, yep. you know, the playoffs, and and I game two with uh, Paul Pierce doing the Tebow. Avery was a, <laughs> was a huge part of that. All of my very fond Avery Bradley moments are in that 2012 team, because he was he was kind of a metaphor for the team, where it start off slow, yep. and then pick up pick up steam mid season and turn into a juggernaut. Yep. And then so I mean, and as 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 Avery Bradley went, that team went. And so, and when he went, whoa! Down, no, okay, let me. I'm gonna retract that. But, okay. Uh, <laughs> I always retract whenever you hit me with a whoa. <laughs> I was like, whoa! Like, if hey. you think it's a hot take, then dang. It's a hot yeah, take. if I think it's hot take, man, you are a hot take. I'm I mean, trying to save it, you, man. It's kind of true. It's you know when, when it's a little when, bit true because I needed that. Yeah, and his off-ball cutting was just yeah. phenomenal, and that, that's something I love watching with that inverted offense because Avery still couldn't shoot at that at that point. He didn't hit that summer yet. Yep. And Rondo obviously couldn't shoot at that point. Um, even though the next season, 2012-13, before the ACL tear, he was one of the best shooters from the Grinch. Just want to plug that in for Rondo. Um, but yeah, it was... Sustainable. Yeah. <laughs> hey, <let's, laughs> I'm not going to hit that argument yet. Um, but yeah, so just the inverted offense with KG and Bass you know, yep. shooting from the perimeter and, and having Rondo and the off-ball cuts is just beautiful to watch. right? Because... I don't know. There's something so satisfying about backdoor cuts. Oh, it is. Oh, it's and and, and they would go to that so often because he was just so good at it. Avery Bradley was so yep. good at off, and he still is. He still is but, very good. Yeah, at this is not his focus, but he's so good at off ball cuts. And Rondo was so good at, at passing the ten, mm-hmm. um, and that just completely changed their offense. And that's what I think opened up the the second half of the season, the post All Star break for them, is that teams weren't prepared to 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 kind of face that offense. I thought it was really really fun to watch. So yeah, most most of my big Avery Bradley moments are from that. Um, I thought he was he was really great carrying us during the tanking season. He's definitely our best player then. Oh, was, yeah, I easily. think he was still he, he was still our best player in 2015 when uh, when even after we got Isaiah, I think I think Avery Bradley was still our best player. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I, I could accept that argument. I think that's fair. Yeah, because uh, yeah. Isaiah still. I mean, he was good, but he's coming off the bench. He was only scoring like what I don't know, 18 or something like that. <laughs> Only, Every, yeah. only, only off said, the bench. Yeah, that's a terrible. <laughs> that's a terrible thing to say. But, um, yeah, no, no, no. Avery Bradley was really great. But I, the only thing, the only thing that makes me sad is that he doesn't pick up guys ninety four feet anymore. Yeah, no, he can't do that. He's too, too much yeah. playing actual offense now. Yeah, isn't, that, isn't it funny how that works? <laughs> yeah. So talk about talk stop. about your favorite, dude. Talk about your Knicks, the Knicks memory. So I, I have a confession that I'm gonna make on on air is that I actually wasn't able to to watch game game was a game six yeah in I, I 2013 believe. yep because um, I was in a meeting and so I I but I was following after the meeting I just hadn't gotten home yet but I was following on my phone and it was funny because I like I I saw that we were down by like I don't know 25 at one point and I put my phone away for like like five minutes, I go back and it's like a 10 point game. I'm like, Oh snap. What happened? <laughs> the Avery Bradley takeover. And it's just really funny. Like I wasn't watching the game, but I was watching it through the NBA app. And it's just funny, <laughs> like seeing my hopes get up just because I was, it's like, Oh, Avery Bradley made a layup. Oh, Paul Pierce and one, like just seeing the, the little things yep. pop up on the, on the app. And then, and then seeing us lose the game. I thought it was just heartbreaking. Even though yeah. I wasn't watching, like I was still so attached. It was devastating. 
Yeah, it was. Um, it was, it cool, was just though. oh was man, cool. I still go back. Yeah. I still go back and watch that twenty oh run. It's, yep. such, it's a good like six minute clip. Yep. Which is this ah. And was, and the best part about that clip is not the plays. It's not Avery Bradley destroying Carmelo Anthony on defense. It's not <laughs> Paul Pierce hitting clutch three and then clutch and ones. It's not Jeff Green actually being assertive and attacking the rim. It's the fans. Oh yeah. They were going the jungle insane. Was, yeah. Oh my god. I I would give anything to go back and be actually I don't know, because the, the pain of losing would have been hard. <laughs> but Honestly, as someone who watched that game live, you were there? No, 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 no. I watched it live on my TV, man. <laughs> but um, it didn't feel that bad to lose because, you know, you kind of assumed we were losing. Um, yeah. It was just really that exciting. Game, it forced a game seven. Like, it's anybody's game. Oh, yeah, exactly. I think we would have beat him in game seven. If we managed to yeah. come all the way back, they would have been shattered. And, oh, yeah. Like, Carmelo would have collapsed. The Pacers would have killed us, but still. <laughs> yeah, whatever. That's fine. <laughs> it didn't happen, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, that was great. Uh, just Avery was like, what do you have, like three or four steals, something like that? Yeah. And yeah. A, and there was one that was like off screen with with Raymond Felton because yeah. Crispin wasn't wasn't ready for it. No, they weren't ready. They were they were ready to talk about the next round. <laughs> yeah, they were. They were already. Yeah. Yeah, they were already pimping that. Man. But hey, anybody, if if you're not like a, a huge Celtics fan and you're listening to this, I need you to go go look up Celtics twenty one. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Like that. That will make that alone. Will yep. will make you a Celtics fan. But like, so just to spell it out, Celtics twenty thirteen. 20 0 run Knicks. Just type that in YouTube and watch that. It's a good And like, listen to the crowd. Don't mute oh, it. Man. Listen to the crowd. And you it, know, that's the, that that season was terrible just after Rondo's. It was. There was no hope. Because it was completely deflating. Yeah. But, oh, and you know, that's one of my favorite games ever is the, the Miami game they played when, when they didn't know that he had his ACL torn. Yep. I tweeted so much that day. <laughs> Fired off those hot takes. Yeah. Good man. No, but it was just, and we won in like double overtime. One of my favorite games ever. And I'm really mad that I don't have like a torrent of it or anything. But you find it on YouTube. I can't. Yeah, you can find it. Really? Ways. Like the whole game. I guarantee you can find it somewhere. It's the whole on, game. It's probably it's on NBA Classic. December game. Yeah, no, but it's not. It, it was a cool moment, dude. I, I bet it's it been played. Moment. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Who but knows? The, the cool thing about that season was there was one game we had against the Lakers. We had an eight-zero run, and it was and we were beating the Lakers by like twenty. But there was an eight-zero run that took it up to like thirty, right? And yep. I do, I still remember every single point. Like it was a Jason <laughs> Terry three. It was a a, a a Jeff Green block. Yeah. Jeff and then a Jeff Green he scored a transition layup and then a Paul Pierce three from like yep. thirty feet. Oh my god! Like the crowd. Just, <laughs> yep. That was that's probably my favorite memory. That in the double overtime against the Nuggets. But Avery Bradley was a huge part of that. Not to yeah, he was. Topic, but, yeah, you were just but, rambling. We're just going old memories yeah. now. We got to tighten yeah. it up, dude. We got to tighten it up. <laughs> oh, we got to have a pod where we just talk about 20, 2010 to, oh, to twenty like thirteen. I'm so down. But oh, give me some final thoughts on Avery Bradley. I I think it's something so better than that. What? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> You're ruining the pod. I know <laughs> that's a hot take, but it's the right take. I'm just gonna say that. But um, no, I, I'm gonna do you mind, sir? Can you say something <laughs> fucking nice about Avery Bradley? <laughs> no, I'm gonna miss him, but I, I'm probably gonna miss him more for his off court stuff. He's just a great. He's a great guy to have on your team. Yeah, he's a great. He's a great media guy. He's just a, he's just a nice guy. Um, he's he's Jason Tatum before Jason Tatum, uh, <laughs> in, in, in many ways. Yeah, but I think you know. He's just the ultimate professional, and and I'm gonna miss his defensive highlights. Like that's gonna be, he, yeah, absolutely. When, when he plays defense, he really gets into it, and it's it, it makes watching defense exciting. So I'm gonna miss that a lot about him. 
But I think he'll do great in, in Detroit. Maybe not as well as on, on offense because he has to play with Andre Drummond. But yeah. <laughs> Where do you think he's going to go after? Any guesses? Is it, what do you mean? After Detroit because he only has one year left. Uh, Any I guesses? Good I would like to see him in San Antonio. Oh, we all would. If they could have money for that, that would just be perfect. Because yeah, you can you imagine if they if they run the insert point guard X, Avery Bradley, <laughs> Danny Green, small ball Kawhi, and I guess Lamarcus or whatever. Lamarcus is gone, dude. Oh, that's right. Is his contract up next season? No, I. They, he just he hates being there, right? Like that was the whole big thing. He wanted to be traded. I think nobody wants him there, including himself. Yeah, but. no one wants him there. He thinks they ruined his career, allegedly. But no, <laughs> he thinks yeah. Pop ruined his career. Who knew competing for yeah. a title would just shoot his career? Yeah. Who knew competitor basketball would just take him out of the game? Yeah, you can't just play in Port- can't hide in Portland anymore. Yeah, you gotta go be yeah. a man. But <laughs> and that's what he asked for it. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He he chose San Antonio. No one made you go there. But there was a point where I thought he was the best power forward in the NBA. Yeah, that wouldn't be a super uncommon opinion back before the Spurs. Yeah, me and me and uh, Trey Rodriguez, we both thought that. Yeah, that's. I mean, I'd have to like go back and look at that number. It was between but, him, Blake Griffin, and, yeah. and 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 I think no, no, it was him, Blake Griffin, and Al Horford. I think. No, that was somebody else. Yeah, that's somebody it was, else. It was between the three. Um, yeah. But I was always oh, it was Kevin Love. Kevin Love. Of course. <laughs> yeah. How could you forget? I, that? I, yeah. I was always on the Marcus Aldridge train. Yeah, he did. He's extremely good. Yep. But then he got ruined. Pop ruined yes. him. So if not, Pop's a bad not, coach. <laughs> Start the rumors. Oh, yeah. Hey, bring him in Boston. Oh, no. I'd rather have I'd rather No, have I don't want him in fucking Boston. I don't want him at all in Boston, dude. Not even a little bit. Yeah. Like, that's, that's kind of a hot take. Nah, I don't care. <laughs> Fuck him. Jeez. <laughs> yep. He's one of the greatest coaches of all time. No, what? Oh, I'm talking about LaMarcus Pop. Aldridge. I'm not talking about no, Pop. I'm talking about Pop a bit. No, of course I would take him in Boston. Uh, <laughs> I guess. Like, wow, as okay. an assistant. Yeah, yeah, because Brad Stevens is a goat. I'm all like thrown out of sorts because you thought I was talking about Pop when no, I was talking about LaMarcus nah. Aldridge. I don't want LaMarcus Aldridge in Boston. Yeah, me neither. I was wondering why you said that was a hot take. I was like, why the fuck would you want LaMarcus as, Aldridge? No, nah, as soon as Al Horford signed, that was yeah, definitely no. Yeah, that ruined that. And Al Horford's way better for us than... Inst- oh, Im- immediately. I don't know why I'm saying immediately. Immensely better. Yeah, immensely better for us. Like in terms of fit and just who they are as players today. And defense. Yeah, d- defense is... <sighs> yeah. Jeez, don't even get me started. Um, yeah, no, either San Antonio for Avery Bradley or Doc Rivers is going to do the classic Doc Rivers thing and, and get one of his old players. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that's super unlikely because they'll have money, I assume. I don't know who they'd be paying. They have, they have one year left. of After this year, they have another year left of DeAndre Jordan. Ugh, are they really going to give him money? Like, he's a good well, player, but ugh. Well, know. according to Doc Rivers, he's defensive player of the year every year. Yep, every year. Yep. So and an all star every year. I don't know what they're gonna do. I think they need to get rid of Doc. Uh, I th- they need to I rebuild. Feel like they invested too much in him to do that, you know. Yeah, but what's their plan to contend now that Chris Paul's gone? How do you ever contend? He's, he he says they're a better team now. So yeah, that, okay. There's, that's, that's a good one. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good joke. Very, very Doc Rivers <laughs> thing to say. Yeah, it's extremely. Chris Paul should just. I hope he like. Annihilates Austin Rivers, <laughs> oh, which he could. Uh, I I used to be super high on Austin Rivers, by the way, and I I still think right now he's a really good NBA player. I just I think he's an okay NBA player. I think he's solid. He's good on defense. Yeah, good on defense. Yeah. I don't think he's a very good player. You had these hot takes. Did, did man. I say very good? You said very good. Dang, I meant, <laughs> I meant 
quite good. Okay, quite, okay. <laughs> That's a whole different meaning. <laughs> yeah, you, no. you said very good. Very good's like like top thirty. <laughs> right, right, right. No, he's he's a good he's a good he's a solid, solid enemy player. player. Yeah. yeah, good for him. He's, yeah, yeah. I guess I don't know. He seems like kind of an ass, but <laughs> dude, people say that. Man. Everyone says that. No, everybody everybody that plays with no, I think the combination of him yeah. and his dad. Right? Boy. Like by himself, he's cool, but yeah, the nepotism. And that extreme blatant nepotism, like absolutely flagrant, blatant, <laughs> flagrant nepotism. Adam Silver needs to step in over in uh, <laughs> LA and just like, what are you doing, dude? He's gonna max him. He's gonna max him. <laughs> he really is. He's gonna five five year max. Super max. He's gonna I just John think Wall. Austin really really brings to. The, uh, let me get my doc voice. I just think Austin really brings to the team uh, a tough mentality. He's, he's a good defender. I think he's really good in the pick and roll with. with that's that's a terrible dog point, but I was laughing pretty hard, so I had to mute my mic. Actually, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's fine. I you know if I I haven't listened to Doc in a while because I, I used to listen to him all the time in our documentaries and jump. Oh yeah, I, I, I used to be able to make a me and Doc Lopez voice. I just, I'm just well, you got to practice it. You got to jump yeah. on it next pod. Next pod, yeah. I'll be ready. Okay, yeah. let's go. We gotta hurry the fuck up, dude. So <laughs> I still remember. No, no, real quick. I still okay. remember uh, that that next game where Paul Pierce has the game winner. Point four seconds left. Uh, yep. Rondo had like a hamstring injury, and Doc was like, "You need Nate right here, Rondo. You need Nate right here." <laughs> 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 Fucking Doc. Doc oh, man. Uh, all right, man. You good? You yeah. all, you got it all out of your system? You're yeah. not gonna Doc Rivers me anymore? I might in the shoot around, but <laughs> we're gonna go mad quick shoot around. So you don't have to like instant take it, but you gotta give me. You can like. Quick takes? Yeah, quick takes. Actually, no, no, just questions. You can give me as long as takes as you want. I'm only gonna ask like two or three questions. I'm not gonna right. go the full. I'm not gonna give you the full warm up. You're warmed up enough. Right. <laughs> you only need yeah. a few more. This is my second pod appearance. Yeah, contract it's, negotiations. Exactly. Yeah. So hit me with, um, what's your favorite animal? You already asked me that. I know, but the, it got lost. So you should be practicing. Wait, wasn't that the first pod? No, second pod, man. First pod what was, was favorite first, color. What was the first pod? Favorite color. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So my favorite. <laughs> you know, I'm this really is a big controversy. I should have thought about this more. <laughs> you should have. I remember the last time we talked about it, I was like, I guess it's a snow leopard or whatever. Yeah. And then you like or couldn't give me lion. reasons. Like, you, yeah, you like switched and you couldn't give me reasons. It was. Yeah. That's I don't know, cool. dude. I feel like this is an easy question. Is it really? Yeah. But I don't think about my favorite animal. I'm like, what the fuck? I think about Marcus Martin. <laughs> is that your favorite animal? I, I, <laughs> <laughs> the honey badger? It's Marcus Martin on defense is my favorite animal. Okay. <laughs> I'm sticking with that. Don't okay. Ask me any more questions? I accept. But that. for the record, I said don't don't pick a dog or anything. Yep. The, he. Because <laughs> I remember I listened so, to your pod with Nick. Yeah, and I he said that dog. Was so funny. Yeah. No one got it either, but I, I knew you would laugh your ass off once you heard it. Because I was like, yep. no one would ever pick a dog. I was like, no the one's that pod. fucking lame. And then you were like, <laughs> um, <laughs> literally, like the, literally the next night. Yeah, the next night. Literally, this guy said, comes on my pod and says dog. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Let's go to. All right, what's your favorite football team? Uh, Patriots. Patriots. But I don't. I don't. I'm not like an avid football watcher. Yeah, you don't talk about football, so I'm, I don't know. Yeah, no. But I, if if I do watch football, I'm definitely a Patriots fan. I'll, Who, I'll stand for. I'll I'll stand for Tom Brady. Okay. Who's your favorite non-Tom Brady Patriot? Haha. <sighs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I, got I you. mean, Gronk is the easy answer because oh! he's fun. What are you, he's white fun. girl? You white girl? Malcolm Butler is is is. I mean, good pick. I'm, yeah, he's. He's the hero from the last Super Bowl. Two Super Bowls ago now. Was it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, hey, you're not a football guy. I love no, it. No, no, 
Dang, you gotta edit that out. <laughs> nope, it's saying in <laughs> punishment. I'm, I'm I, right now in my head. I have Marcus Smart defensive highlights. All right, you can't, you can't blame me for that. Jesus, dude. <laughs> so you go with Malcolm Butler for your non Tom yeah. Brady pick. Okay, good yeah. pick. I respect that. That's a that's like a good pick. Gronk's not a good yeah. pick. Not that he can't be your favorite player. He's just a boring pick. Like, come on. Yeah, he's a boring pick, but he's a fun guy. He's fun. Yeah. Yeah. He's fun. Let's go to. Gonna edit this part out. <laughs> let's go to. Oh, I got a good. Is really good with editing. Yeah, they are. It's wicked easy. But yeah. let's talk about. You a... just say wicked. You really are from Boston. Yeah, dude. I say wicked even more. Like in real life, I say it constantly. <laughs> I like trying to edit it out in the pod. You just own the stereotype. It's a good word, dude. Yeah. Oh man, wicked. this would be great to talk. I'm gonna bring up this next time. We're talking about this next time. I'm like back and forth about the word wicked, and like <laughs> various uses. Sounds, but... sounds riveting. I have a great question for you. This is gonna be the half court question. How do you feel about Chris Paul? Is he a choker? Is he misunderstood? Is it in between? <laughs> misunderstood. Misunderstood. He makes it sound mis- like a, he's like he's like a delinquent or something. Yes, he's misunderstood. He's been trapped in poverty in L.A. But I th- I feel like the ah man, I'm gonna give you like a really balanced take. I feel like the the whole CP can't see around three nickname <laughs> and, and what it means. I feel like it's it's fair and unfair because it's a team game, you know. At the same time, like, and he has phenomenal playoff stats. Like, he's like the best, some of the best numbers ever. Like, he's right yeah. behind like LeBron and Michael Jordan so, in terms of so playoff numbers. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, yeah, no, no. He's he's one of the best playoff performers of all time. He just never goes far. Yeah, and it it, it seems unfair because like I can't even point to a specific thing to say like he needs to do this better. But I still I don't know. There's something about how he like the eye test, I guess. In, in the playoffs, that makes me feel like there's something that he's hiding, like a, mm-hmm. like a secret way. And and now mind you that that I I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say that Clippers team in 2015 that choked that three one lead. Yeah, that was 2015, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As first of all, that was really that's bad. Right? Yeah, that's very um, bad. <laughs> and after after just beating San Antonio with with Chris Paul on one leg, which is one of the greatest playoff moments of all time to me. Yep. When he hit that that one legged fadeaway over Oof. the dozen. oh man, I got I get chills watching that. That was great. I'm moment. not even like a big CP3 guy, and no one forgets that. I mean, people forget that. No one talks about that. Yeah, no, I know. Well, it's because they they blew the three one lead. Yeah, they round. did. They did. <laughs> so, I, and that's a great playoff series. I have the whole. Th- I have all the torrents for that series. Yeah, that's a good playoff series. Yeah. Um, Chris Paul played but, well though. He had a few bad moments in um, one of the games. I can't remember which one. Which uh, series? The uh, Rockets one. His numbers yeah. down the stretch were fine. Like yeah. during the collapse, I don't think he's a choker. No, I don't subscribe to that one. Okay. Yeah. Um, Are you saying that because you don't want me to yell at you? Because I will yell. But I know you're a Chris Ball fan, but I don't know <laughs> how you feel about his choking. Okay. That's I, good. I don't think he chokes. Okay, good. Because I don't either. And I think anyone who says he does is a fool. <laughs> and I will come. <laughs> I'll invite you on the pod and I will scream at you. <laughs> okay. Yeah, just for the record, I didn't say that. <laughs> no, I will. <laughs> I will no, say I'm that. saying that I did not say that he's a I will take so. all comers on Chris Ball because there's not a statistic <laughs> in the world. There's not an eye test. There's nothing you could say against Chris Ball besides lazy narratives. That's it. Yeah. There's not a statistic. I dare you to find a statistic that says like Chris Ball isn't a great player. Or, or a choker. Yeah, or yeah, says he's a choker because there's none. He's he's great fourth quarter numbers. Yeah, he's great. I think he's a victim of the whole point guards can't lead teams to championships trope. Yeah, I was just about to say that. I think size is a significant factor. Yeah, like, he's like what six six two. Dude, that's I can't believe how good of a defender he is at that size. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I think I think it's ridiculous that we're even saying that being six two is a problem. Yeah, like, that's true. Rondo is six six feet. Yeah, 
Rondo is six feet, right? Yeah. But he feels taller than Chris Paul. Isn't that weird? Yeah, because he's like, a Chris long Paul ass seems more compact. Arms. Yeah, Chris Paul does seem quite compact. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. That's a weird thing to say about a guy. He seems like a little bit bigger than Isaiah Thomas. It's weird. Like I feel yeah, like, no, I feel like he's like two inches taller than Isaiah Thomas. He's yeah. what much taller, but it's he feels he's just compact. Like he has like, like right there. Yeah. Um, he's just such. I don't know how he plays such good defense while being that small. Because like Avery Bradley okay. takes this huge hit for being small. And like the yeah, analytics and stuff. Yeah, can't guard anybody who's yeah. a three or, or above. Yeah, but Chris Ball has these great defensive analytics. Like it's he's like Marcus Smart defensive analytics. I'm not even well, kidding. It's better weird. Than Marcus Smart at this point. What's up? He's better than Marcus Smart at this point. On defense, like by analytics. Oh yeah, yeah. By like analytics, defensive yeah. win shares in general. Yep. Chris Ball yeah. just puts up amazing defensive numbers. It's like, yep. and I don't know how because I te- I mean the eye test is there too, but the eye like test not- is a pretty good defender, but not like no, anything. I don't know. But I'm saying like. To, to match the stats, there's a, there's a discrepancy. Yeah, there is. And that's part of defensive analytics are probably, you know, flawed, but he's definitely yeah. like a... Just like Kelly Olenek is a, is a good defender. By, he is a good defender. Every, no, he is a good... He's a good defender positional. in space. Yeah. He's a good... Oh, yeah. So you said the word that I was thinking of. He's a good positional defender. He's a good so. defender. Yeah, he's not like, gonna like, shut you down one-on-one. Yeah. But he'll, he'll like, he's rotate. A, he'll he's take a good a charge. team defender. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And when you're seven feet tall, it's all you need. You, when you're seven feet tall, you just stand the right fucking spot, and you're a good defender. Yeah. <laughs> that'll stop anybody. Yeah, that'll stop anyone. You're seven feet fucking tall. <laughs> yeah, even if you have T-Rex arms. <laughs> even when you have T-Rex arms, because you're tall as hell. Or you're clumsy. <laughs> yeah, extremely. Yeah. But yeah, Chris, so I, yeah, I like Chris Paul. I, okay. I don't subscribe to the fact that he's a joker. I think he's a great player, great playoff performer, and just doesn't go far in the playoffs. Because I, but I do think that. I, in one of those games that in the three one lead series, he oh he blew been, it. Yeah, yeah I can't remember which that's, one. That's the one. Yeah. That's the one series that he he did choke. Yeah, he choked in one of the games like very specifically, and I can't quite remember it off the top of my head, but he did. I think it was game six. Yeah, yeah I think it was game six too. But he had still had good numbers in all three games of the collapse because yeah. he's Chris yeah. Paul, and that's all he does is turn out <laughs> legendary performances. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a casual thing. Uh, my my poor man, my poor Chris Paul. <laughs> poor guy. <laughs> What an international player he is, too. He's really good on the international team. Yeah. He's, he's perfect. He's, he's nothing like Olympic Mellow, but he's still really good. <laughs> no, no one's Olympic Mellow. Michael Jordan yeah. couldn't be Olympic Mellow. <laughs> Olympic Mellow in the States with his hoodie on? Unbeatable. <laughs> All right, man. Um, give me closing. Pimp your stuff. Talk about Avery Bradley. Talk about Kelly Olenek. Talk, do whatever you want. Go. Um, I like okay, your Chris so- Paul answer, so. Okay, good. You earned a good time. Leaving, leaving, leaving the pod on, on good terms. Yep. <laughs> Does this mean that our agents will negotiate another pod appearance? Yeah, we both feel confident about reaching a deal. Okay, cool, cool. Wait, sides, sides are close, but no deal is imminent. <laughs> I love Thank like you. mocking like these reports. Yeah, exactly. With, with yeah. their, with their. Uh, yeah, their you just said nothing. You just like hedged your bets and said nothing. Like they're just talking. We know they're talking. <laughs> Danny Ainge talks yeah. to everyone. Danny Ainge is yeah. down at Chipotle talking to them about trying to trade for a fucking. You know, burrito. that's that's really that bothered me about the smart thing to the Knicks. Like yeah. the initial report, all it said they was made that it, The yeah. Celtics made a phone call. Yep. What, and, and then all of a sudden you get like Bleacher Report articles saying the Celtics are talking trades with the Knicks. No, we're not. Yeah, yeah they just talked I mean, to we them. were, but not, yeah. not in the sense Like casually, kinda, like, hey, like, you know, what, what can we get? What would you give me for Marcus Smart? Yeah. That's not like That's a, it. Yeah. That's not a serious trade talk. That's not like a, no. And no one reported Detroit. No one said a word about them talking to Detroit. Which what happens? Classic Danny Ainge move. Danny Ainge is smarter than everyone else. I feel like he's like burner cell phones. He's just like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's got 29 cell phones in his office. Wait, really? Is that a real thing? No. Okay. I don't know. Probably. Maybe. 
He's more. He's backup cell phones for each person. <laughs> he's ready for any expansion. Well, he has to like outfight uh, Pat Riley. Him and Pat Riley are like yeah. dueling houses. Like, <laughs> God, Pat Riley is such a jerk, man. He, Pat Riley is a fucking. Jerk. I guarantee you, he's the one who leaked the Hayward stuff. I think he is too. Fuck Pat Riley. <laughs> no, but in re- no, realistically, it, it was probably a member of Hayward's family. Yeah, it was, it was probably just something stupid. Probably like yeah. someone got told, like, "Hey, don't say anything." And then it's just. And then Chris Haynes said something. Yep. Chris Haynes, he broke the code and he made me look stupid on Twitter. But then yep. not stupid a f- few hours later. Yeah, you see the gif that he that he posted? Nah. He posted like a I think it was I think it was Hulk Hogan. I think it's a gif, dude. I think it's a gif. No, it's Jif. How do you know? I, a, we could we could have a whole pot about this. Oh today, god. And I but I would not bag that. Okay. I don't, I don't really the, give a fuck. The creator of the <laughs> okay. GIF came out and said that it's GIF. Right? Yeah, I, will, I will fight anybody. I'll fight that guy too. He's a nerd. I don't even know what it looks like. But <laughs> he made it. Like, he made it. Like, that's like looking at somebody's son and saying, that's like looking at Marcus and, and looking at his parents and be like, no, his name is Avery now. Because I yeah, said well, so. Like, no, no, his name is Marcus. That's that sounds like my personality. I would say that to someone. Yeah, you probably <laughs> Like, yo, your kid doesn't look like a fucking Marcus. <laughs> 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 that's not a Marcus. <laughs> get kicked out Therefore, of the Therefore, he's not Marcus anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, go, talk. Get this pot um, over with, dude. <laughs> All right, so once again, Marcus Moore is the best one. I, I think I found my new outro. Yeah, that's your outro. That's, no, I'm definitely not going to use that, but sure. You should. I, you know, I, I'm thinking about it. Um, so you can subscribe to me on Bumpers. I only have one pot up right now, but that's It's a good one. That. Is it? I, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Appreciate it. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, the name of the series is Wake and Hot Take on Bumpers. So I, I put that up for Summer League reactions. Um, I'm probably going to add different types of content to, to my bumpers. Definitely more about the Celtics, some stuff about the NBA at large. Um, maybe some relational relationship stuff, some personal stuff, you never know. Um, you know, facts about me, things like that. I don't know if that's interesting or not. Um, and then I also, you can follow me on Twitter, Paradoxy11. That's the same thing for bumpers. Actually, you can find me on bumpers at Drew Doxy. Right, on Twitter, is Paradoxy11, P-A-R-A-D-O-X-Y-1-1. Uh, Jake is trying to get me to a thousand followers. I'm at 816 right now. So I'll follow my dude. Follow him right now. He's much less annoying than me. If you follow me, you can fucking handle. I, I tweet less. Yeah, you tweet way less. <laughs> <laughs> you're a much easy follower. You're an easy follow, man. Yeah, you know, and sometimes I disappear for, disappear for days. So I, I don't that's know, good that's, though. That's People like that. Yeah, <laughs> people get sick make of you guys miss me. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. And then also, last thing is, I, I write for the Hoops Inquirer. So you can find all of my articles dating back for a couple of years now, actually, um, on hoopsinquirer.com. That's H-O-O-P-S-I-N-Q-U-I-E-R-S, I think. I feel like I, no, I felt like I left out another E-R. Um, <laughs> don't quote me, don't quote me on that. Yes. Okay, first of all, before you visit my website, look how, look up how to spell inquirer, and then you can, that's, that's where we're at. Chaos, um, chaos. Marcus and Mark. also do social media for Hoops Inc., our our um our Twitter account, but that's with a Q, not a C. So yeah, I write. Please read my writing. It's good. He's a really good writer. Thank you. It's actually how I met him. I uh, DM'd him about one of his articles. I said it was really impressive because it was. I appreciate that. And we need to reward good writing because there's so much bad writing. You guys need to be like <laughs> more proactive about rewarding good writing. No, Everyone no, no. We there. need those clickbait titles on Bleacher Report. Oh okay? God. Uh, the downfall of society. But yeah. thanks for coming on the show, man. <laughs> thanks, man. <laughs> thanks for having me. Hey guys, thanks for listening. That was Revenge of the Parquet. We had our old friend Doxy on, frequent guest of the show. 
Um, great all-around Twitter personality. You can find him on Twitter at Paradoxy11. He's a great follow. He's a great writer. He's not nearly as annoying as I am. So thanks for listening. If you liked, you can subscribe. If you didn't like, you can yell at me on Twitter. You can find me at handsome underscore Jake underscore. So thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed it.